Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Fathom with Nathan. If you haven't listened to one of our podcasts before, my name is Nathan, working W-E-R-K-I-N-G. I currently reside in Florida. been here about 9 years. I am 42 years old. I have 3 children. I'm married. And I love God. I love seeking Him. And this podcast is about a lot of different things, but... Um, what I'm attempting to do is to show you that seeking God is worth it. And, um, you know, through spending time with Him, through having words that the Lord gives me that I can share with you, and to encourage you to spend time with Him and to hear from Him yourself. Um, today I'm going to be talking about a theme that I've been heading towards for the past six episodes. Uh, the podcast is called Fathom with Nathan because... There's something about the word fathom, something relating to depth, something related to seeing something and going somewhere that you've never been before um, that the word fathom uh, encapsulates. And I'll do my best to try and (laughs) communicate what ideas I'm trying to get across. Um, You know, when God does something so deep in your heart, sometimes that's a little bit hard to communicate because you have so many different things you want to share, so many different angles you want to share it from. But I'm going to kind of just lay out the grid of how I came to this um, fathom concept, what that means, some personal experiences I've had with the Lord, and some scripture. So uh, just to start out, uh, about four or five years ago, I was working on a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. Um, I didn't complete that degree. I'll get into that maybe a little bit later in another episode. Uh, we'll see. But as I was waiting to start class one evening... This is at the University of Central Florida in uh, the greater Orlando area. I was waiting uh, for one of my classes to start, and I was listening to a pastor out of Asia. Um, I'm not going to mention that pastor's name just because, you know, he's not well known here in the States, but I just, uh, he's a little controversial, so I'm going to just leave that where that is. But as I was listening, the Holy Spirit came on me, and he just deposited this you know, this concept of revelation and relationship. And it's like he just handed me something. Uh, the Holy Spirit came on me and he, I, just, I just received something supernatural from him. And it was this concept of revelation and relationship. And what do I mean by that? So revelation and relationship is a phrase that I've been using now for about four or five years. And to me, it encapsulates something beyond traditional Christian experience and something that I personally had never learned before, something that I'd never, I guess, studied anywhere, never read in any book, uh, never heard anyone preach on, um, at least not in the way that I felt that I began to understand it. And um, so I just kind of want to lay this out. Um, I'm going to share a personal experience from my journal. And as I do that, I just want you to take a listen and begin to think about how this could potentially relate to you. So this was about four years ago exactly. This was from July 21st, 2016. Um, That time I was working as a counselor in a substance abuse facility, and uh, many times I was so exhausted after work, I would just go and I would rest in my car and before I drove the rest of the way home. Now, um, I've been praying about this concept of revelation and relationship for some time, uh, but this is when it really started to kick in gear, and this is when it started to get exciting. And I just want to share this journal 
part of this journal with you and then um, share uh, some scripture with you. So um, this is what the journal says, July 21st, 2016. So I've been praying for an increased revelation and relationship with Jesus Christ, praying and talking to God about this. Today, while at work, I was praying about this, and the Spirit of God said, I will. This was, to my spirit, a quick and swift answer. Honestly, I was surprised. I began to think about this and began to believe it by faith. So just to provide some context for that, uh, you might hear my newborn in the background here. Um, just to put some context into that, um, I've been praying, you know, for weeks and weeks, uh, sometimes daily, about having an increased revelation of Christ and a revelation of Him. And God answered me at work, just in the middle of the day. He said, I will. In other words, He's going to do that. He's going to start giving me a greater revelation of Him, and He's going to start building that relationship that I have with Him. Um, so, later in the day, um, I was resting in my car, just kind of praying. And this is what the continuation of the journal entry says. Later in the day, as I was walking through the grocery store, I was again praying about the same thing, and the Holy Spirit said, how much? I didn't know what to say. I was left speechless. Not too long ago, I had started praying for more consistently, uh, to can more consistently have a greater revelation of Him. Less than a week ago, the Lord had given me a specific word about a ministry goal. Um, today, He said, He will reveal Himself, and now He's asking me how much of Himself I want him to reveal to me. So I know there's a lot of information there, but basically what I'm trying to say is I'd started praying. I'd had this concept of revelation and relationship. I'd started praying about this weekly, started praying about it daily. Then at work, the Lord says, I will. In other words, he's going to answer my prayer. And then after work, he says, how much? I couldn't even hardly absorb the question. Um, it's kind of like if someone were to say to you, um, you know, how much money do you want? You're like, what the? <laughs> You're like, um, like, what do you mean, how much? Well, the question is really the answer. And for us as believers, those that follow Christ, if God's offering himself to us and he's asking us how much of him we want to have of him, I mean, how can you even answer that question other than saying everything, Lord? I want all of you. I want all the revelation of you that's possible. I want to have the closest relationship with you that's possible. I hope I'm getting this concept across. So when we when we begin to seek the Lord and we start our relationship with Him as, as a new believer, you know, we start based on rela relationship. We've had some kind of insight from Him, some kind of revelation of who Jesus is and what Christ has done for us on the cross. And we need to repent. We need to be saved. But then it doesn't really stop there. You know, a lot of Christians just stop with that base level relationship. But that's not where God wants us to go. He doesn't want us to just you know, get saved and then never grow in a revelation of him. I mean, that'd be, that'd be horrible. But that's the, that's the place where a lot of Christians stay. They just have this very um, beginning stage relationship with him. But the invitation to all of us as believers, Christ followers, is to have an ever-increasing revelation of him and an ever-increasing relationship with him. Forever. Forever, meaning every day while on this planet, and every single um, year or however you want to quantify that in eternity for millions and hundreds of millions and billions and hundreds of billions of years. 
of increased revelation of him and increased relationship with him. There will be no end to our relationship with him. If we start it now, we receive Christ as our eternal life. We live because he lived. We will live with him forever. We'll have that revelation of him forever. I want to read a passage out of Ephesians to you. If you're not familiar with the Bible, the book of Ephesians is in the New Testament. New Testament is the last, not half, but the second section in Scripture. And I apologize, you might hear someone mowing their yard outside and uh, my baby crying here. But um, <laughs> So out in Ephesians, we're going to go to the book of Ephesians. It's spelled E-P-H-E-S-I-A-N-S. If you're trying to type it into BibleGateway.com or look it up in Google. If you go to Ephesians chapter 1, and I'm going to go to verses uh, 15. So we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through probably 18. I, again, I apologize if you hear some background noise. So Ephesians 1, 15 through 18 says this. This is the Apostle Paul writing this. He says, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped praying for you and giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Now, the, past, the rest of the passage is absolutely beautiful too, but I'm not going to read the rest of that. But I just want to go back to verse 17. It talks about the spirit of wisdom or of revelation so that we may know him better. The, the coupling together of revelation and relationship is in Scripture. It's inseparable. To have a greater revelation of Him is an invitation to have a greater relationship. Every time we grow in our relationship with Him, we begin to have a greater revelation of Him. This is the eternal cycle that we're going to go through. The infinite loop, if you might say, of revelation and relationship. The infinite loop of the more we know Him, the more we get closer to Him, the greater revelation and so on. I'm going to continue to read a little bit um, from my journal. And this is what the rest of my journal entry says from that day, July 21st, 2016. I tried to process with him that I don't even know how to answer the question. Then on the way to my car, I began to talk to him about all of my fears, my biggest ones. I went to the car and began to pray and weep. I wasn't grieving, I was just overwhelmed. The question that he had asked me so powerfully struck me that I was undone by it. He was revealing himself in a new way. I'm still undone by, undone by it. How much do I really want of him? Really? Completely reveal himself to me? How about you? What would you say if he asked you a similar question? If the Lord asked you today, how much? Meaning, how much of him, how much of a revelation of him, how much of a relationship with him do you really want? You insert your name there. How much of God do we really want? What if there is so much more of him that he's willing to give to us of himself and a revelation of himself for sake of relationship, that if we just took him up on his offer, it would be the most exciting journey anyone has ever had. You know, our life on earth is so temporal. We may live X amount of years. 
but our eternal life with Him can have an ever-increasing relationship with Him. Sometimes I pray prayers like this. There's so many different ways to talk to the Lord about having a greater revelation of Him and relationship with Him. Sometimes I say things like this, Lord, give me the greatest revelation of Yourself that You want me to have and help me to have the closest relationship with You that You want me to have. And then you lay every single thing down. You lay every single category down. You say, Lord, align me with every single thing in your eternal purposes. Align me with everything in your nature. Remove everything from my life that isn't your perfect will and bring everything into my life that is your perfect will. I want you to do that. Just think about that. Let's look at one more passage and then I'm going to close this out. This is out of Revelation. Revelation chapter 1. The book of Revelation. And... um, you know, we, some people call it the book of Revelations, but really it's a revelation to the Apostle John through an angel from God. So that's, that's you know, the context, actually. So I just want to read the very first, very first uh, uh, chapter and verse here. And different um, uh, translations are going to say this a little bit differently, but this is the revelation. Chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. It's a revelation. It's something that they that John received that had never existed before. And it came solely to the Apostle John. It didn't even come to the Apostle Paul. It didn't come to any of the other disciples. It didn't come to anyone else. It came to John. John had been exiled to the island of Patmos because he wouldn't shut up about Christ. And so they said, well, we can't get this guy to stop. We're going to go put him out on an island. And that still didn't stop him. God can bring a revelation to you, whether in a jail cell, whether you're locked up in your room, whether you're locked in quarantine like we are in a lot of ways here, at least in the United States here in the past couple months. You You don't have to go to a church building or some kind of service, or any kind of Bible study, or home group, you don't have to. Now, I'm not saying those things are beneficial, but you don't have to go to those things to have a revelation of Christ. You can have a revelation of, your, of Christ alone, by yourself, on an island. And it could be something that, that God has never shared with you before. If you're willing to go on this journey with God, He'll take you there. I encourage you to take him up on his offer, to have a greater revelation of him and a greater relationship with him. And to simplify that, I just call it fathom. And that's the purpose of this podcast. Fathom with Nathan. Come with me. Come with others in the faith. Come with those that have sought the Lord, along with all of the wonderful believers throughout history. Glean from them to have a greater revelation of Christ and a greater relationship with him. So if you want, you could just join with me and pray. And I would encourage you to, not in a religious way, and definitely from your heart, only do it if it's sincere. But pray something like this. Lord, right now I ask God for a greater revelation of you and a greater relationship with you. I ask God for a greater revelation of the Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I ask God you bring me into a closer relationship with yourself, the closest relationship with you that I could have while on this earth. Bring me into a greater revelation of yourself that I could see you clearer and trust your character, that I could seek you with all of my heart, not leaning on to my own understanding. And Father, please help me bring a greater revelation of you, a relationship with you to others. Show me who to speak to about this. Show me how to live this out. Let my children see this greater revelation and relationship 
as well. Inf just move into our communities, Lord, in Jesus' name. I encourage you to seek out this concept yourself. Search it out in Scripture. Search out the word reveal or revelation. Search out those words in Scripture. I like to use BibleGateway.com. It's a very useful tool. You can look up different passages and words by category or by word. But I just want to encourage you. Don't settle for this Sunday service Christianity. Don't settle for it. Not that going to church on Sunday is bad. I'm not saying that. Don't settle for that being the epitome, the, the best thing that you can have during the week. It's not. The Spirit of Christ with you any moment of any day, all day, for the rest of your life and your duration of your life here on the, on the planet can be an ever-increasing revelation of Him and, and, and an ever-increasing relationship with Him. That's what we're here for. We're here to receive Him as He is in an increasing measure and to also reveal Him to others in an increasing measure. How can we re reveal him to others if we aren't having an experience with him ourselves, if we don't know him ourselves, if we aren't communicating with him ourselves. So I just challenge you to think about those things. And um, please, please spread the word. You know, if there's other people you feel might be encouraged by this podcast, I'm not an excellent speaker, um, but I do love the Lord. I do, do know the word, and I do hear from him. And I just want you to be encouraged. Thank you so much for joining the seventh episode of Fathom with Nathan's, July 30th, 2020.